0: We remain standing for the reading of the Word of God. Um, If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 48. Isaiah chapter 48 and beginning beginning at verse 16. Come ye near unto me, hear ye this day. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was there. Am I? And now the Lord God and his spirit hath sent me. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. Then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea by the help of the holy ghost tonight i want to talk about i want to talk about peace as a river peace as a river you can be seated tonight here in first thing i want to say is i'm thankful to be in the house of the lord tonight feel what we feel here tonight And um, there is a peace that comes with living for God. There is a a calm. There is something that only God can put in one's life. There's a lot of people that are looking and they are in search, truth be told, of peace tonight. And um, unfortunately, they're looking for it in all of the wrong places. And um, tonight, I want to make it up in my mind that I want to come and grab a hold of everything that the Lord has here for me here tonight, because God has good things in His house for us tonight. Uh, the writer here, he tells us and he's talking and how the Lord uh, began to tell them, He said, "Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. If there's one thing I want, I want to have an open ear to the word of the Lord. I want to be able to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. Um, a lot of times we come into the house of the Lord and uh, maybe we're not at our best or maybe we're not feeling so hot or maybe uh, we got situations going on in our lives that sometimes it, it takes the priority, it keeps us distracted, or it, it has us just all uh, tied up in knots in our minds. But it's important that when we come into the house of the Lord, um, that our ears are open to the word of God. And you know what? I don't just say that because I'm up here behind the pulpit and because I have the microphone in my hand. I said if it, I didn't have the microphone in my hand, I, my ears need to be open to the word of God and what God has to say and what God is trying to get across because It all depends on whether I hear God's word and whether I grab a hold of it and I apply it to my life. It all depends. All of that depends on whether I receive from God what it is that I have need of. You'll find out that a lot of people will come into the house of the Lord and truth be told, their lives will be turned upside down, uh, chaotic. Everything is just falling apart. We know that to be true because our lives was that way at one time. And um, thank God for the day that he spoke peace into our lives. Thank God for the day that he brought us out of the turmoil. Thank God for the day that he brought us out of the chaos. Thank God for the day that he calmed the rage and sea that was going on inside of our hearts. And a lot of times people will come into the house of the Lord and um, they will... I don't know. I don't know where their minds are. I don't know what they're focused on. I don't know what they're thinking about. But you can just look at people and you can see they're not hearing it. They're not getting it. They're not receiving the word of God for whatever reason. And, uh, the, tr- and the sad thing about it is you know what people are dealing with and you know that God stands ready to meet the need in people's lives. And um, here in the scripture he said, he said oh, that thou would has has uh, hearkened to my commandments. Then thy peace, thy peace would have been as a river. And God is talking about the the abundance that he was getting ready to pour, he would pour out on his people. If they would have just hearkened and would have listened. I want to know, I want to understand tonight that God has peace for he, for me here tonight. God has something that is going to call, calm the storm that is raging in my heart. And you know what? I want to pursue peace tonight. I've come not for anything else other than to pursue what God has for me here tonight. And God has peace in this house tonight. And I want to pursue it with everything that I have because... In working and going about this life, there are things that will rob you of your peace throughout the day. There are crazy coworkers that you have to deal with. There are crazy family members that you gotta deal with. There are crazy people out on the, on the road that drive chaotic and all out of control, just in a rush and don't care whose life they put in danger and trying to get from one place to the next. And sometimes all of those things and dealing with the things in life, it can rob you of your peace. But I come in the house of the Lord to lift up my hands, to lift up my voice and let God know that I need some of that peace that you are talking about. I need that to be poured out on my life. Did anybody come looking for some peace tonight? Did anybody come tonight made it up in their mind that I need what Jesus is offering tonight. And you know what? I don't want to leave without being full of what God has for me here in this house tonight. You can be seated tonight. And so, I want to make sure that I surround myself around the right things that is going to to produce peace in my life. I want to make sure that I am paying attention, I'm grabbing a hold of it, I'm grasping it. It's not missing me, it's not passing me by. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus, um, when Israel as a nation rejected what he was bringing, and uh, we talked about it a little bit Sunday morning, and one of the things that he said, he said, if thou would has only known the things that belong to thy peace, he said, but now it is hid from you. Now it is hid for you. I want you to know there are some things that belong to my peace tonight. There are some things. Listen, church, if you're going to get peace, you need to come to church tonight. You, need, you don't need to just show up. You need to get involved in what is going on in the house of the Lord. You need to get actively involved, honey. You ain't just going to get peace by showing up, honey. You got to get those hands in the air. You got to open up your mouth. Guess what? When you go home, you got to know how to pray and call upon the name of the Lord if you want peace. You got to know how to open up that word and hide his word in your heart if you are going to obtain peace. You can be seated tonight. And so I want to know the things that belong to my peace. I need church if I'm going to have peace in my life. I need to learn how to grab a hold of God's word and read it, not just skim through it. You know, you know, we got these phones now, and we, wanna, we got the Bible apps on them, and, you know, I'm not against any of that, but sometimes it's, it's good to just throw that to the side Open up the Bible, crack open a concordance, and just dive headlong into the word of God. And just get lost in the word of God. Not worrying about what time it is. Not worrying about what's going on. And I come to find out in just doing that, there is a peace that will flood your heart like no other. The writer said, Isaiah said, he said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Who wants some perfect peace tonight? Come on, I ain't talking about that that peace that fades away. I'm talking about peace that remains despite what you're going through, despite what problems you have, despite the trials and the tests of this life. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. You can't have peace and your mind is on perversion. You can't have peace and your mind is on Hollywood. You can't have peace and you're consumed by everything in this world. But you neglect the one thing that pertains to you having peace. I got to keep my mind on Jesus i got to keep my mind on Jesus, not just when I'm in the church, but especially when I'm outside my side of these four walls. I'm going to have some peace in my life. And you know what? This day and time, I want some peace. You can be seated tonight. The world is full of chaos. The world is chaotic. It is going to hell in a handbasket. You know what? I'm so sick and tired of drama. I'm tired of foolishness. You know, I said it the other night. There are things that are too important to me for me to get caught up in drama and foolishness. And it's amazing to me that the people that do, that they have things that are very valuable, but they get caught up in so much foolishness. You know, and the the sad thing about it is they can't afford to make dumb mistakes that other people can. They got too many things on the line. You know what? My soul is not the only thing that's hanging in the balance. My family's soul is hanging in the balance as well, and I can't get caught up in no foolishness i can't get caught up in nonsense i can't get caught up in things that don't pertain to peace honey i gotta keep my mind on jesus i gotta keep my eyes fixed on the things that really matter i gotta keep my eyes on what's more important and guess what Gossip ain't important. Who's doing what ain't important. Come on, what's going on in the house of the Lord is important. Having a real relationship with God on a daily basis is more important than some nonsense. It's more important. You can be seated tonight. I used to hear it for so long and that people love drama. I didn't believe it until I see it. I've seen it with my own eyes. People love drama. It doesn't matter what it is. They love it. But you know what? The Bible tells us that we are supposed to what? We're supposed to seek peace and to pursue it. We're supposed to seek peace. Honey, I want to seek and pursue out the peace tonight. I don't want to seek after a fight, after an argument. I don't want to seek after. He said she said foolishness. There's some people that they 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 run to that kind of stuff. They crave it. They long for it. There is something inside of them that just they're not complete without it. Man, I need to understand that there's something that is more important than that. I need some peace in my life. I need I need a peace that passes all understanding. I need Jesus to come and touch my heart, touch my mind. Help me to understand what I should be seeking after. Help me to understand what I should be pursuing. You can be seated tonight. You're not just going to find peace anywhere. And you know, everybody is not about peace. There are those that are they're out for conflict they want conflict then they, they keep the pot they keep the, the, the problem stirred up they stir it up they stir up that pot every chance they get because they're not about peace're not about peace they're about something else and it has nothing to do with God and, and the work of God. you'll read in the um, you'll read in first Kings where there was a king and the thing about this king, God used this king um, to, win victory, to win battles. And God gave this king instructions one day on how uh, to go about things. And this king, he was supposed to do away with another king that was not, that was not righteous. He was ungodly. But this king refused to do it. In other words, he, he told this king that thou art my brother. And from that point on, it was down the hill for this king. As he began to get wrapped up, the people, the woman that he married, brought idolatry into the nation, and now they are disobeying God's word. They have transgressed against God's word. He is, it is obvious he's not about peace. It is obvious that he's about wickedness, corruptness. And so the Bible says that the time came where the, the prophet comes to him, and he asked the prophet, he said, has thou come in peace? And the prophet asked him, what do you have to do with peace? There are just some people they ain't got nothing to do with peace. Nothing. Nothing. It's not in them. It's not in them. They're about things that are wicked. They're about things that keep in trouble stirred up and keeping problems going and ongoing. You know? I want to learn how to be about peace. We talked about it. We said it the other night. What did Jesus say? Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those that see conflict and and make it up in their mind. You know what? I'm not going to make the situation worse than what it already is. I'm going to make it up in my mind that I'm going to try to solve this thing. I'm going I'm to let somebody know, where well, you know, you might not want to think that way. You might want hit, to hit your knees and pray about that thing, not stir it up and cause things to get worse. And worse, blessed are the peacemakers. Honey, if you ain't a peacemaker, I got news for you. You're going to have a hard time entering into the kingdom of God. Honey, I want to be a peacemaker tonight. I want to make it up in my mind that I want to be concerned with things that have to do with peace. Not confusion, not chaos. You can be seated tonight. And so, the Lord said, he told his people, Oh, if thou would hearken hearkened to my commandments. He said your peace would have been as a river. And so, I want that tonight. I want that peace to flood my heart tonight. I'm going to tell you that there's a, there are a lot of people that their minds are troubling them tonight. There are people that are oppressed by the devil. There are people that have no peace. The devil has robbed them of every ounce of peace. And the devil loves it. He loves having people tied up in knots and having people bound. And here's the thing about it. Those very same people, they come into the house of the Lord and God tries to deliver people Service after service, God tries to break things off of people's lives. And you know, we'll sit right in the house of the Lord, and the very person that can deliver us from that kind of oppression, that can bring us out of that kind of doubt, that kind of fear, anxiety, is right in the house, and we look elsewhere for the answers. You'll read, we, we also, we read from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 8, Sunday morning. And we talked about how that they talked about, it talks about the lost opportunity that had came and gone. And God's people were still not saved. But before that, you'll read the scripture, a scripture right before it, where they said that we looked for peace. We looked for peace. And no good came. I'm going to tell you. The reason why that was. Was because they was looking in all the wrong places. They was looking. Towards all the wrong things. They weren't looking. To the one true living God. To pour peace inside of them. They weren't. Pursuing him for peace. They were bowing down to idols. And statues and thought. That those things was going to satisfy them. It's amazing. And, and, and the question was asked, and, um, is Zion, Zion's king not in her? In other words, God was right there in their midst, and they ignored him. They disregarded him as they pursued everything else and hoping that it was going to satisfy them and hoping that it was going to fulfill them. There are those that their expectation, they, their expectation is so high as they enter into relationships after relationships. Thinking that this is what's going to fulfill the void in my life. This is going to be it this time. Only to be disappointed. Only to be let down. Time and time again. And when Jesus is saying. I got everything that you have need of. I got it all here. I've made up in my mind. That I don't want to try to find peace in a bottle. I don't want to try to find it in a pill. I don't want to try to find it in the crack pipe. I don't want to try to find it hopping from bed to bed. I want to know where I can find peace and it's in the house of the Lord. I can find it when I make it up in my mind that I'm going to commit my ways unto the Lord. I'm going to yield to God's plan. I'm going to yield to God's purpose. I'm going to yield to God's will for my life. That's when I'm going to find peace. You're not going to find it in the club rooms. You're not going to find it in the illicit relationships. You're going to find it in a true, genuine relationship. Walk with God. That's when you're going to find it. You're not going to find it anywhere else. You can be seated tonight. And so, I need that peace tonight. I need to learn how to fall in love with the things of God tonight. I need to understand that when I fall in love with the word of God and when I fall in love with church, people say, people think that you need so many different things. People have made church out to be about so many other things than what it's supposed to be. I'm going to tell you, we don't need much. All we need to do is have a made-up mind that we're going to serve God and that we're going to live holy and acceptable unto the Lord and that every chance we get when we come into the house of the Lord, we're not going to hold back on God. We're going to lift up holy hands. Holy hands. We're going to lift up holy hands. Without wrath and without doubting we're going to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. We're going to praise him. We're going to worship him with all of of our hearts, mind, and souls. You'll find out that God shows up in that kind of a praise. God begins to heal. God begins to save. God begins to deliver. God begins to invoke peace into people's lives. You can be seated today. And so, God is waiting. God is just extending it to people. Jeremiah said that the Lord, he would extend peace like a river. He's just just trying to give it to people. Just trying to give it. Just just extending it out to people. Here, here it is. Take it. And people rejected. Time and time again. But I don't want to reject anything God is trying to give me. Because I know what he's giving is good things. God comes bearing good gifts. Make no doubt about it. He comes bearing good gifts. He told them, he told his disciples, he said, he said, you know, he said, I leave you peace. I'm going to leave you peace. I'm going to leave you my peace. He said, and he said, you know what? He said, not like the world gives. I'm going to tell you, the world don't know how to give good things. The world only hands out heartache. They only hand out pain. They only hand out letdown. They only hand out disappointment after disappointment. They only hand out unfaithfulness. They only hand out diseases. But, honey, I want you to know, God's got good things for for his people. Come on, he said, I will give my people peace. Somebody needs to know that Jesus is here to give you what you have need of. He's here to fulfill the void. He's here to fulfill the emptiness. He's here. Stop looking everywhere else for it. Stop looking everywhere else for it. You can be seated tonight. He said, I I leave you my peace. He said, not like the world gives. No, no. I'm going to leave you something that is real, something that is, that is genuine, something that is true, something that's not going to leave you, something that is going to stick with you, something that is going to remain. And so all throughout the scriptures, you'll read about peace, I'm going to tell you, it only comes from God. If you want to get rid of that doubt and that anxiety, I'm going to tell you something. There's only one way to get rid of it. Come to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. Let Jesus deliver you from it. Let Jesus fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. We know that the Holy Ghost, if you want peace, all you're saying is that you want the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible tells us that one of the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, You ain't going to find peace without the Holy Ghost, honey. And I'm going to tell you, you can't just get it one time. You got to get it every chance that you you get. Come on, Paul talked about the renewing of your mind. This ain't a one-hit wonder here tonight. Come on, we got to get the Holy Ghost every day. If you want that peace to be remained, you got to get renewed. You got to get refilled. You got to get recharged. You got to get revived. Be seated tonight. And so I'm going to tell you, the devil attacks people's hearts with so many different things. He attacks their minds with doubt, fear, anxiety, turmoil, torment. He torments people's minds. I'm going to tell you, make no, make no, don't take it lightly. The devil has a Filled, day at tormenting the minds of people. And I'm going to tell you the only thing that is going to get rid of that is to let God fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you will experience a peace that you have never known. Never known. It's not, you know, I used to think that it was so hard living for God. I used to think that you know you got to do so much and but you know it is it's just hard but I come to find out that when you really love God's word when you really you really love it and I got news for I want to tell I want to tell you this I don't love it because of people I don't love it because who's here I'm glad we're all here tonight but you know what if it wasn't this case if it wasn't like this I would still love the word of God because you know what that's something that when you know what had you bound, you know the things that had a hold of you and you tried to stop it, you tried to break free from it and you couldn't. In the day God delivered you from it. You don't forget that. And you don't worship God because of who's here. You don't worship God because of conditions. You worship God first off, for who he is, and then for the knowledge that you know what he has done in your life. You know that he broke every stronghold. You know that he broke every chain. He broke... I'm going to tell you, he broke every addiction. You name it. You go down the line. He broke every last addiction. I'm talking about never to wrestle with it again. Never to desire it again. I'm talking about The power of the Holy Ghost and how it can transform your life. So I don't love God because of how things are and because it's what's comfortable to me. I don't worship him based on conditions. I worship God for who he is and what I know he's done in my life. People that don't worship God, they don't really know what God's done in their lives. And chances are, they was doing it out of obligation. Chances are, they was doing it under certain conditions. Honey, I don't want that to be why I come to church. I don't want that to be why I so-called praise God. I want to know what God has done for me personally. I want to know it for myself. And when you know that, when you serve God, That way, nothing, people can come and go. Nothing will cause you to have your lip dragged in the ground. Nothing will cause you to fall in the towel. When you know who God is, when you know what he has done for you, it don't matter what happens. What the Bible said, we will still be praising. I made up in my mind, I'm going to still be praising. Regardless of what happens. Regardless of what the circumstances are. Regardless, I'm going to praise it. You can be seated tonight. I'm talking about confused. I'm talking about just messed up. Didn't know up from down, didn't know left from right. I'm gonna tell you, there's nothing like when God turns on the light and you're no longer wandering in darkness. You have a sense of direction, you know where you're going. And there's a power that Those things that once held you bound, they don't hold you bound no more. You don't even think about it. Can I tell you the things that once had a hold on me? And when God, I don't know when it happened, but they were no longer a thought. No longer. I'm talking about the urges, the cravings, just going away. No longer to be desired again. That's what God does when he fills you, and when he puts good things in your life. And so, that's why I praise him. I praise him because I know who he is. He's the one true living God. I know his name. His name is Jesus. More importantly, I know it wasn't a handbook that set me free. I know it wasn't hours of counseling with my feet propped up on somebody's couch that set me free. I know it wasn't, and I'm not trying to knock anybody, but I know it wasn't a pill that set me free. I know it. I know it was the power of the Holy Ghost. It was the power of the Holy Ghost. And so I'm talking about peace because there are things that plagues people's minds. There are things that cause people to be full of turmoil on the inside. You can't see it. You can't see it on the outside. See, because people, we have learned how to put on a good show, a good front. We learned how to make it look good on the outside and and make it appear like everything is fine and everything is okay. No problem here. It's all good. But knowing on the inside there's all types of confusion. There's all kinds of things that have us to the point where we can't even rest that night. We can't even sleep at night. Tossing and turning. Always some kind of conflict going on inside of us. And so you'll read what Paul told the church, the Philippian church. He told them, he talked about a peace that passeth all understanding. And he said that it would guard their hearts and their minds through Christ Jesus. You know what peace does? Peace guards your mind and your heart from turmoil. It guards your heart and your mind from doubt and fear because you can rest assured that the devil is trying to get that stuff inside of you. You can rest assured that the devil is trying to cause all kinds of chaos and all kinds of storm to happen and take place in your mind where you can't even think straight. You can't even even live for God the way that God desires you to and the way that God wants you to and the way that God would empower you to. And peace, I'm going to tell you, That's why it's important we got to get the Holy Ghost. We got to be renewed with the Holy Ghost over and over. Because if we don't, that peace is going to fade away. You got to fight for it every day because... There are some things that are trying to get into my heart, and I can't let it get in my heart. So I got to I gotta have a guard by the name of peace that would guard my heart and mind and keep things from infiltrating my heart and talking me out of my walk, talking me out of my relationship with God. I've come to find out that there is nothing like being a part of the church tonight. I hope somebody got made a made-up mind that ain't no other place you'd rather be than a part of the church. There ain't nowhere else that you desire to be than here in the house of the Lord. Let us remain standing tonight. And so I'm talking about peace because there are a lot of people that are lacking in the peace department. When you got peace, it don't matter who said what. It don't matter who did what. It don't matter. Listen, a lot of times, do you know who our number one enemy is? You know it ain't the devil, right? It's numero uno. I'm my biggest enemy. You know, sometimes we create our own problems. We create our own problems. And we talk ourselves. For some, in some cases, the devil ain't gotta touch us because he knows we're gonna do, a, we're gonna do the job ourselves. We gonna mess it up all on our own because we talk ourselves out of a lot of things. We create battles in our own minds that aren't there, we create struggles that don't even exist they don't even exist I want some peace tonight I am, I'm, I'm done living my life full of misery living, listen it's, it's bad being in, out in the world and, and, and dealing with that But I could imagine coming to church and I'm still. When God has it all laid out for me, God is extending peace to me. Take it. Take it. You need it. Put down the bottle and take this. Put down the pill bottle and take this. I don't need to get loaded on Xanax, the hope that it'll take me to some happy place and relieve me of my anxiety and my stress. I need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. I need to fall in love with the things of God. One of my favorite scriptures Psalms 119, verse 165. Great peace. God wants to give you great peace. Great peace. Have they. Now, see, if you want that great peace, it's going to be under certain conditions. It's going to be under certain terms. Because I can't have great peace and I love and I'm drawn to everything in this world. I'm not going to have peace. I'm going to have turmoil. I'm going to have heartache. I'm going to have pain. I'm going to have letdown. I'm going to have disappointments. But when I fall in love with the things of God, when I fall in love with God's word, where I can't put it down, I crave it. I desire it. When I desire church that way, when I desire the things that pertains to the kingdom of God, there are people, they love everything else in this world. And God is like on the bottom of the totem pole. And they wonder why so much turmoil is in their heart. They wonder why there's no peace on the inside. But he said, great peace have they that love thy law. And nothing shall offend them. Know what that means, that offended thing? That means they're not going to stumble over anything. They're not going to fall. They're not going to fall. They're not going to stumble over anything. Nothing will be a stumbling block for them. Great peace. Great peace have they. Let me talk to someone that is fearful tonight. Let me talk to someone that is full of turmoil tonight, full of and the devil is just tormenting your mind, and causing you to think that you're not going to amount to anything. You know, people get so, so anxious. That right before Paul told the church, he told them, "Be careful for nothing." That means don't be anxious, don't be full of anxiety. There's so many people that are full of anxiety. They're, they're so anxious. I need God to calm that down. I need God to calm that storm. And I'm going to tell you, he will. I'm going to tell you he can step out onto your boat in the midst of your storm and he can say, peace, be still. And You know what? That storm has to calm down. It has to be still. It has to cease. Those disciples thought they was going to die. They thought God had forgot all about them. Hey, don't you even care if we perish? There are some people that sound like that as they think that God does not even know what's going on in their lives. God doesn't know about the storm that's going on. God knows God's waiting on you to call out to him. God's waiting on you to seek after him. God's waiting on you to hear from you. Let's lift up our hands and let's... Call upon the name of the Lord. I need some peace tonight. I'm going to tell somebody, if you had peace, you wouldn't be trying to find it in other places. You wouldn't be trying to find it in acceptance with people. You wouldn't be trying to find it in ungodly relationships. You wouldn't be trying to find it in perversion. You You would understand that it's only found in Jesus tonight. Somebody lift up your voice, lift up your hands. Come on, Jesus said, I leave. I'm leaving you my peace. I'm leaving it for you. It's here for you. He left it for you. Come on, grab a hold of it. He's extending it to you like a river. I'm talking about peace that flows like a river. Somebody needs to ask God, fill me with the Holy Ghost tonight. Renew me tonight, Jesus. For somebody, it's been a very long time since you spoke in tongues. It's been a very long time since you let God touch your heart to the point where those tears flow, to the point that you don't care who's beside you, you don't care who's in front of you. Come on, somebody. Let him renew you tonight. Come on, let peace be renewed inside of you tonight come on he got peace for you come on you got to lift up your voice you got to seek out to him I'm talking about him calming the storm in your life I'm talking about him getting rid of the anxiety Him getting rid of the turmoil, the conflict that is on the inside. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. This altar is open tonight. Come with your heart. Lift it with your hands. I've made it up in my mind that I I don't want to be a part of anything if it doesn't have to do with peace tonight. Come on, I'm done with confusion. I'm done with chaos. I'm done with in the Troubles. Atmosphere. I want peace tonight. Oh, I want to be a man down, of peace. I want to be a, a woman of peace. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your in voice. Come on. He's extending it to you tonight. He's extending it to you tonight. Somebody reach out and grab a hold of it. Somebody let, let God know I will take that. Sanctioned. I want that. I need that. There I've been looking for it. I've been longing for it. In the Anarchy. Oh, come lay down. Somebody lift up your voice. The Holy Ghost is in here tonight. The Holy Ghost is in here tonight.